March of 2020, that's when COVID first hit us. And I absolutely still don't know how we made it through that month. But I will say this, that community rallied around us and kept us open. Not only me, uh, Subway and, you know, some other businesses around there. I literally had customers coming in saying, hey, what can we do to kind of help? What do we need to do to keep you going? Welcome to the Southside Show, your local news and information source for Atlanta's South Side. Welcome to the Southside Show. I'm your host, R.D. Jones III. The Southside Show will introduce you to the talented individuals, visionary leaders, innovative entrepreneurs, and game changers that make a Southside strong. Today's guest is Frederica Jones, owner and operator of Sandtown Pub here in Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome, Frederica. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Artie. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for joining us on the Southside Show. Thank you for having me. All right. Okay. Well, for our Southside Show guests who may not know you, um, are you from the South Side of Atlanta or are you from the Atlanta area? I am not from Atlanta. I was born and raised in Greenville, South Carolina, and I moved to Atlanta in 1996 when the Olympics came in. My daughter came here and we just never left. Wow, 1996. <laughs> 96, yes. That was a very pivotal time mm -hmm. for the Atlanta metro area before Atlanta was, of course, somewhat the black mecca, but at the same time, it was not really known. Mm -hmm. But then when the Olympics was here, everything started to pop off. Yeah, it was crazy. Yes, yeah. yes. So what um, attracted you to here to the Atlanta metro area in the first place for you and your daughter to move? So we came to the Olympics and we were going to a swimming event. And at the time, all the swimming events were out in Clayton County. We knew nothing about Clayton County. Mm -hmm. And we were downtown and I ran into this man. At the time, I did not know it was Jose Williams that I was talking to. Wow. Did not know that. Uh, talking to him and he's giving me directions, but he's not telling me the name of no streets. Go down there, make a left, turn right, get to that stop sign. I'm like, sir, I never know where I'm going. So we just drove around and I started seeing all of these black people with their own businesses and how they were congregating together. And I was like, this is where I really need to be. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you make it here to the Atlanta metro area, mm -hmm. but how did you make it in South Fulton? How did you make it to the city of South Fulton? So when we first moved here, we lived in the West End. We lived there for, I don't know, maybe about six or seven years. And then we ended up buying a house that was um, at the time Atlanta, which is now South Fulton. And that's where we've been ever since. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you said that um, you have children and you have a daughter? I have a daughter, yeah. Okay, all right. And yeah. she's, she's here in Atlanta Metro area? She's here in Atlanta. She works with me in the business. She is now... 29 years old. Okay. When she first, when we first moved here, she was three years old. So now she's 29. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess, and, in, in, you know, you are an entrepreneur. You're a business owner. You've been a business owner for some time now. Mm -hmm. Was that always your pursuit, your goal? Who influenced you to get into business for yourself? So when I was young, my dad had a liquor house. So in my... <laughs> a liquor house? Now, was this and, a legal liquor house? Uh, in my hometown, it was not legal. But, you know, each one of our, I, I have two brothers and two sisters, and we each had to go kind of uh, help out in the house. And um, I liked it because my dad was always talking to people. Everybody knew him. He was always helping people. And my dad had one of the best catfish sandwiches Wow. in our hometown right. so that was like my my pretty much my introduction to entrepreneurship okay yeah all right so um so you said that 
your siblings all worked into the it worked in the business. Yeah. Your dad was pretty successful at it. Very successful, yeah. A liquor house. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Very all right. successful, yeah. <laughs> and here you are. Here I you am. know, fast forwarding uh what, twenty, thirty years. I almost thirty, yeah. And you are the owner of Sandtown Pub located yeah. in Sandtown Crossing. Yep. Um development mm -hmm. um there is a lot of development going on around that in that area there is yeah when i first moved over here um camp creek which is now one of the busiest streets in the city of atlanta it was just one one lane in one lane out mm -hmm. um now you know i my sub my um where I'm at has grown so much. Uh, we just got a Publix added back there. Nobody knows it's two years now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like it. Just got a Popeyes. Um, and we've got some other businesses. So it's growing. It's mm -hmm. truly, truly growing. So Frederica, why did you choose the South side? Why did you choose, you know, South Fulton to locate your business? Because I'm quite sure that you had the opportunity to be able to locate anywhere in the, the Atlanta metro area. Yeah, so <clears throat> when I first decided to do my business, I had someone come to me and they was like, hey, I have a building in Buckhead, turnkey, all you gotta do is sign the papers, walk in. I was like, no, I really wanna stay around my people. Mm -hmm. So that's why I decided to open up and just stay on the South Side. And I also live in that community too, so. Right, so I know that, like you said, you've been, you've been um, up and operating now for 10 years. Mm -hmm. I know the last three have been pretty tough, <laughs> given COVID and everything. Yeah. Talk to me, talk to our Southside show guests okay. about some of the obstacles and how were you able to overcome those obstacles? And if you were okay. able to overcome them. So one of the things I will tell people is that in 2020, uh, March of 2020, that's when COVID first hit us. And I absolutely still don't know how we made it through that month. But I will say this, that community rallied around us and kept us open. Not only me, uh, Subway and, you know, some other businesses around there. I literally had customers coming in saying, hey, what can we do to kind of help? What do we need to do to keep you going? Because um, it was like just that bad because, you know, people wasn't coming out. Mm -hmm. So when we went through COVID, it really wasn't a really strain for me because the community rallied around me. Um, I can remember uh, one of my customers coming in and saying, hey, can you take your food truck down there and I want you to feed some people for me and I'm going to pay you. That was income coming in. So the community really, really rallied around me and made sure I stayed open. Okay. Now, Sandtown Pub, that's another interesting fact. You have a food truck also. Yes. Okay. So what does Sandtown um, Pub offer? So food? we have American food. Okay. We have the best wings the best wings on the south side we also and we want some here next gonna, time you show up we want some wings here we're definitely going to bring y'all some wings don't worry about that i got y'all covered mm -hmm. but uh we have seafood salads we do some vegan options uh we do brunch on the weekend mm -hmm. so we offer nothing but american food uh we do do some entertainment like on when the uh, super bowl is over on Monday, we'll start doing our jazz nights. On Monday nights, we do okay. karaoke on Wednesday. On Friday and Saturdays, we bring in the old school DJs and they play to like 12, 1230. So we try to do other things when it's not a peak season for sports, but right. yeah, we do a lot. Okay, great. And what would someone have to do to be able to have your, uh, your food truck to actually to cater or, or provide, you know, uh, food for their event. So just go on our website, sandtownpub.com. 
um, book it, uh, leave the information about your date, how many people, location, and then we'll call you back and we'll get everything together for you. Okay. Um, I look at you as a, a I guess, a, a well-seasoned entrepreneur. Usually, most businesses close within the first five years, so you've been you know, been operating Sandtown Pub for twice that amount. Mm -hmm. What are, what is some advice that you would like to give a, an aspiring entrepreneur make that wants to open a restaurant? Okay, make sure this is what you really want to do. Every day is not going to be a good day. You're going to have some downtime. You're going to have some hard times. But just make sure this is what you want to do and make sure you're dedicated. One of the biggest mistakes that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs make, restaurants, boutiques, whatever, they'll open a business and then they'll hire somebody to run it and then they'll walk away and they'll take their hands off of it. Now, this being my 10th year, I have decided to work on my business instead of in my business. And it's really hard for me to pull myself out of it, but I've kind of dedicated myself to, okay, I'm going to be in the store three days a week. I'm going to be in the store four days a week. But you really have to put your plan together and learn to work your plan. And you got to know what's changing. Like we're getting ready to get a new POS system. I would have never changed my POS system, but I went around to different restaurants, shopping and looking at different things, talking to owners, talking to managers, talking to employees saying, okay, how do you like this? Does it do this? Does it? And with times of growing and moving, you have to change with the time. So just make sure that it is something that you really want to do you want to dedicate yourself to and the money's gonna come right so yeah and how many hours per week do you put in there well starting out versus where <laughs> you are right now so in the beginning it was open to close seven days a week like literally that, open to close that's gotta burn you out yeah and, and you know i have people that have been with me that long and they will tell you yes yeah, she used to be here seven o'clock in the morning we didn't open till 11 but I'm getting inventory done. I'm making sure we have everything we need. You know, I'm making sure everything is running right. Now it might be anywhere between 30 and 40, which is kind of a normal work week, but yeah. Okay. And how are you, um, are you looking at any particular expansion in the future of opening up another location in another city or expanding in any way? So I would love to have a fleet of food trucks. Mm -hmm. And what I would like to do is take people, young people that want to open up a business that is not ready for a brick and mortar and kind of have them run a food truck and eventually have them buy the food trucks. Um, that's my goal. But to do another location right now, unless I can buy the building, no, I wouldn't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely uh, taking on a, a great deal when you're looking at a, another bricks and mortar location. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you and I were just talking earlier. You, talk, you told me that you were you had a busy day that you had to go back and start interviewing people. Yes. Have you been hit as hard as other businesses as far as being able to find people that want to work? Um, yeah. And for me, because I know that uh, restaurant work is really hard, it's hard for me because we're not on the bus line. You know, I'll have people come in. They'll say, oh, I want to work. I want to work. I can catch Uber. I can catch Uber. But then their Uber starts to add up. Mm -hmm. You know, I just lost two cooks because they were paying like $60 just to get to work. And that's a lot of money. So with me, um, I'm not on the bus line, so I have to make sure that I get people from the community. I'm investing back into my community. And I try to get people that um, have been doing this for a while. You know, they pretty much know what they have to do. There's not a lot of training that I have to do with them. So yeah, that's what I try to do to keep people working. Okay. 
I was going to ask you whether some of the negatives to, I guess, doing business where you're at, but I guess the bus line is very, very important. Yeah, for me, it's just the bus line because um, we we get a lot of support from not only the neighborhood, we get a lot of support from the business on Fulton Industrial, you know, everybody in uh, the Sandtown Crossing, we try to support each other. Um, so that's pretty much the only negative thing is just we're not on the bus line. Okay. And um, just recently, you were voted in as the new <laughs> chairperson for the uh, South Fulton Convention and Visitors Bureau. So yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And um, would you like to expound a little more on the Convention and Visitors Bureau for those individuals who may not know what that's all about? So believe it or not, I'm still learning. You know, I call you and be like, okay, what's this? But I mean, I like it because I'm learning what makes a city great? How do you get people to come to your city? Because I'm always wondering like, how does Atlanta get all these great conventions and all this stuff? Now I'm learning this stuff and I'm learning firsthand. So I'm excited about the position. I'm happy about the position and I hope I do a great job at it. I really do. Well, I think you will. I mean, if you put, you know, 25% of the effort that you put into, you know, your business into being the CVB chairman, you'll do an excellent job. Thank you. Um, and you know, with, um, you know, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, relatively new board mm -hmm. and organization, um, relatively small staff at the time, but mm -hmm. as, you know, the inventory, as your hotels, you know, rooms increase in the city, mm -hmm. so will, you know, your Convention and Visitors Bureau. Mm -hmm. Do you have any major goals or plans set for the Convention and Visitors Bureau? Um, so I just became the chairperson like less than 30 days ago. So we have to sit down and put some things together, but we have a lot of great um, things lined up. We have this agriculture event coming up, which I think is going to be huge for the city. It's going to be over 5,000 people. Um, they try to run, uh, get Wilkerson's Farm. Um, so we, I think that's going to be so great for the city and I just can't wait, but we have some other small events that we have not, you know, secured yet, but we're working on some things. So, yeah. 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 One to mention was the, uh, the HBCU tennis tournament yeah. event. Um, that was, you know, a, a great event for the city and we're yeah. looking at hopefully getting that back in the near future. Yeah. Um, but like I said, as we continue to build more amenities into mm -hmm. the city of South Fulton, of course. And, and hotels. Yes. We'll definitely be able to, you know, capitalize off of those events. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, business owner, we talked about the business side. We've kind of talked about your civic duty being the CVB chairman. Um, personally, what does Frederica do on her downtime? You know, I'm a big Netflix, Netflix, Netflix? fan. Like, yeah. Uh, I've been watching, um, and this doesn't come on Netflix, it comes on another, I think Hulu or something, it's called Yellowstone. Oh, I am so invested watched, into that. Oh, I've watched a couple of episodes. I'm about to go out and buy me some boots and a cowboy hat. Like, I'm so <laughs> invested in that. And like, if I see something, I'd be like, well, I don't, then I have to go back and look at it. But I'm a big TV watcher. I love watching TV. I like watching food shows. Mm -hmm. um, there's this new food show. It's about food trucks, and I'm learning different stuff. And right. they're, you know, they have all this new equipment. So I love watching TV because I just like to rest and get downtime. So that's okay. what I do in my personal time. Okay. And um, we were talking earlier, and this is a good segue into it. <laughs> uh, 
Bar Rescue. Yes. You guys were on Bar Rescue. We were. Believe it or not, don't think of me as a bad parent, but my, my 10 year old and I will watch episode after episode of Bar Rescue because we like, you know, how, you know, just the interaction mm -hmm. and how, re how bars are kind of turned. But tell us about that, you know, was that, I mean, was that good for your business? So it was great for the business, but I always tell people it's kind of like a gift and a curse because, you know, you're on TV, you're all over. And like, I didn't even know it was shown in Canada and like different countries. I didn't even think about all that, mm -hmm. but it's kind of a gift and a curse. But I will tell you the thing about it. Uh, we did it December 2021 is when we shot it. We closed for eight days and we shot it. And when I tell you, there's a lot of work that go into that. Now, this is kind of like the medium size of COVID. So we were taking COVID tests three and four times a day. Wow. Um, John would come in and you could always tell when he was coming in because everybody be, you know, just chatting, doing stuff. And then everybody would just get quiet. And I'd be like, what's going on? <laughs> so now John is in the limo. He's getting out, he's coming in. But when I tell you, he's one of the nicest, kindest people you will ever want to meet. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I just think it was a good experience because we got exposed to a lot of stuff. You know, I got a lot of catering orders off of it. I got a lot of food truck orders off of it. So we just got exposed to a whole diff different demographic of people that probably would have never even knew anything about us. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. That's great. All right. Well, you know, we're about to close. Okay. So is there anything that you would like for our Southside Show guests to know before we close? So for me, the biggest thing is everybody on the South Side, please support small businesses. We, um, you know, everybody thinks, oh, you know, these small businesses got all of this money. No, a lot of us didn't. So please come out and support small businesses. Keep us open, keep the doors open, just support small businesses. Okay. And please provide your, your contact information and any social media handles that you have so that they can kind of keep up with what's going on with Sandtown Pub. So on all our social media sites, we're Sandtown Pub. Um, we're open seven days a week. We're located at 5819 Camelton Road in the city of South Fulton. Um, we do lunch, dinner, and we have weekend brunch, so come check us out. All right. Well, thank you, Frederica, for yeah. everything that you're doing. and. Um, we will definitely be there supporting you. And like I said, keep up the good work. Thank you. All right. And it's a wrap, folks. My time is up. I'm Artie Jones, your host of the Southside Show, bringing you the latest and the greatest that the Southside has to offer. And if you don't remember anything else from this episode, please remember this. Don't, don't sleep, sleep on the, on the Southside. Side. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>